Hallelujah. And so, Father, we honor you and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. The day I stand before him, all praise will fill my heart. And then behold his glory and praise him James chapter 1 To the Lamb Upon the throne Are you in James chapter 1? Now This message I can't finish today, but I'll, I'll, I'll preach something about it. Hallelujah. I call it the um, tests of the believer, or if you like, the trials of the believer. And we are coming to study something that is very important. I'm supposed to give 20 tests, different kinds of tests that a believer will go through. One of them is the test at the foundational school. I'm kidding. 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 But of course, there is a test for diligence. And or it will take only one, one of the tests because of time. But the points are 20. One of them is the test of prosperity. One of them is the test of fame. All of these are gifts. God gives you a gift and you become famous. Yes. And it's a test. There's a test of faithfulness. There is also the test of rejection. Disappointments. And today I'm talking about one of the... Now all the points I'm mentioning... Of all the points, the 20 points are in the life of Joseph. But we were not finished, so we are taking only one. And how he passed every test on the way. Every test on the way. Are you here? And how perhaps you are in an examination hall, but you may not know. 
And whatever test you pass, God promotes you and brings you more. Have you wondered why some Christians are not rich? It's because they failed a test. They got money and that was all. They stopped going to church. They started misbehaving with the money. And God withdrew his grace. You see? So we are coming to study all of them. Even your life is a test to justify so many things to God. Hallelujah. The truth is that whatever you have been praying for, God will give them to you for you to prove yourself that you have passed the test. Do you like the, where the message has started? So we're going to Genesis 37, Genesis 50, but we are beginning with James 1. These three verses that we close because of the evening special service. We'll close very soon so that we can all go and then have some lunch and come back. Now, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus. Remember, we spoke about a bond servant. Do you remember? Those of you who have been coming for me doing service, I spoke about the fact that the child of God is a servant and it's a servant by bond. So I explained what the bond means. You don't remember? Or you didn't listen to the messages? All right, so listen. Hallelujah. A bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. The church started in AD 30. By AD 100, the church was destroyed in Jerusalem. No, the church started in Jerusalem. And by AD 100, there's what is called the Roman invasion. The Roman Empire, Empire invaded Jerusalem and destroyed the city. That was when Israel ceased to exist as a nation. And it was at this time that all the Christians were scattered. At first, they were in Jerusalem. They didn't go anywhere. They were comfortable in Jerusalem. So after the this is history, I'm not talking about stories, like something that happened. Like at a point, every Christian was in Jerusalem. Nobody was interested in going anywhere. Everybody was just relaxing. Then Romans, who were very powerful in those days, the Caesars attacked Jerusalem and all the Christians ran away. From that time, it was a crime to even be a Christian. The first persecution against the church was by the Jews. It was the persecution of the Jews that led to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. After Jesus Christ had died, resurrected, the church began, and the Jewish persecution did not cease. But after the Jews themselves started converting to Christianity, the persecution from the Jews stopped. But... They were still in Jerusalem and they were not moving anywhere until the Romans invaded Jerusalem military-wise, then destroyed the city, and it became a crime to say you are a Christian. So all of them went all over. 
Like if there should be anything in Accra right now, some of you go to Eastern Region, Western Region, Vota Region, Santi Region, Northern Region, Savannah Region, Oti Vota, etc. Why? Because we have been scattered. So this man by name James, one of the disciples, decided to write a letter from the, the revelations God has given to him. Those days, the Bible says, holy men of God spoke, or the King James says speak, so mostly it affects our English. But the modern English is spoke. Uh -huh. The King James English used to speak. Holy men of God speak. And that is to say, there was a time in English, there was nothing like spoke, it was speak. Now the King James we read, people think it's actually English. But the English has evolved to what we have now. Uh -huh. A language is like that. Language has that dynamism. It changes with time. That is why the English they spoke then is not the same as the English. And the speed they spoke then is not the same speed we are speaking now. It has been. Obikrat Mikase. Mechim Kosia. Hey. Yeah, no, no. I see. Um, I showed them. They are all wrong. Pee. It's not. It's not correct. I showed them. No. They are all gang tree. The tree that has been affected by the gang language. Yes, it's, they are all wrong tree. A domicon, they are all wrong tree. That's what a common one they say on radio that oh, you're not in TSA, it's a wrong tree. You're not in TSA, it's a wrong tree. Just say, Yati say. You're not in TSA sounds like we have been hearing a hearing. And now we have received a hearing that there is some party going on. No. Yatise. Oyo nebi asori. Nyese ye nyan ontiye. Ye nyan ontiye. Yeti. The key is changing. I know your language too. So many things have changed. Mfanti, hasn't there been so many changes? Wabona horoba. That one, it was not like that from the beginning. But it has changed because language changes. It changes based on so many. It changes based on even gender. The English ladies speak is different from the English men speak. Yes. When you go to the Department of English in the University of Ghana, they will teach you variety and functions of language. And there you will know that. If you read a letter, you can know this letter was written by a lady. Like, some of you, if you send a letter to me, I'll know you didn't write it. And because I can tell. You are a man, how can you be writing like a woman? Or you are a woman, how can you be writing like a man? Or you are not trained. How can you be writing with so much technicalities? Like here for to, during hereafter. Forward here, those that are very technical usage is used by people who are professional with the language. So, you that you did a Greek is using those things, it's like a lawyer B has helped you. 
<laughs> so in those days, holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So God speaks to men. So the message that he received, there were no people to speak them to. So he put them in writing. And he sent it to all the Christians who have been scattered for various reasons. Here, the destruction of the Jewish temple. Remember, in Matthew 24, Jesus Christ gave a prophecy that the temple is going to be destroyed. You remember the Olivet prophecy, uh, the Mount Olives. Jesus Christ gives signs of the coming of the Son of Man. Uh-huh. All the dispersion, people who were Christians who were scattered all over, he wrote this letter to them, James. There were two Jameses in the Bible. There was James the Less and James the Great. You remember there was a James that was killed. And the disciples began to pray when they arrested Peter. That hey, The way they have killed James, they are going to kill Peter. Uh-huh. So the James was killed. But this James was not killed. Did you understand it? Uh-huh. Like when you study the Bible, you like, memorize the names of the disciples of Jesus. At heaven's gate, they will ask us. They will ask us the 12 tribes of Israel. Because the gates, the 12 tribes, the foundations are the disciples. So, you understand? So the gates are there and the foundations are there. The foundations are like the places you are going. The whole heaven is divided into 12. It's called the New Jerusalem. It's divided into 12 provinces. If you want 12 uh, uh, continents and they are all the 12 disciples of Jesus Christ. Do you understand? And everyone has a door you enter. That door is also named after one of the tribes of Israel. So if you don't know these two things, your Christianity is weak. Hey! Chala, are you passing the test? Are you sure you are passing the test of alertness? That your eyes are not going off on the 26th of... <laughs> Did you get it? So this is what Peter, sorry, James wrote. That First, he introduced himself as a born servant which I've explained in the midweek service for filling your ministry, so I wouldn't go there. Of God and of our Lord. There are two things. Of our Lord speaks of his relation with the church. And of God is the kingdom which we don't have time. He said, my brethren. So this letter, he's writing it to Christians because we are the brethren of one another. The word is Adelphos. Adelphos is... People who are born from the same womb. All right. Brethren, count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, otherwise, diverse temptations. But here, 
the, the, the actual translation is trial. It's not temptation. Because when you study English, you know that there is no between trial and temptation. Count it all joy. When you fall into different or various trials, then he says, knowing, that is to say, have this knowledge or this consciousness that the testing, so it's a test. The testing of your faith. So what it means is that as a Christian, your faith will be tested. Now, what is the purpose for the test? The purpose of the test is for promotion. There are things you receive from God by mercy. And there are things you receive from God by gift. There are things also you receive from God by promotion. Promotion means you have passed a test. Now, things you have received from God by promotion, no demon can take it from your hands. No, no devil. Let all the witches in the world come together. They can't. Why? Because it is yours. You cannot be dispossessed of it. You can receive riches by promotion. You can receive riches by testings, passing a test. Promotion means that there is something you have fulfilled. You can also receive prosperity by mercy. It can also be a gift. God's kindness and benevolence. Maybe one day your mother was nice and God bless you. You didn't show any niceness. It was your mother who was nice. But when you are nice, God will reward your niceness. That is to say, you have fulfilled a mark. Last week, somebody had an accident. The person nearly died. I prayed to God. God told me that what has kept the person was that he was serving in the house of God. In the accident, there were three people on a chair like this. He was in the middle. This one died. This one died. Those behind him, all of them died. Those in front of him, all of them died. He was the only one who survived. Not in the, who asked him, but I mean, there are other people who survived, but he survived. And God told me that his service in his house has purchased his deliverance. And it's a covenant in their house. There is a time a spirit rises to take somebody from that house. And this is that time. And it is his time. But by his service in the house of God, he has been delivered. Last Friday, I have a cousin, he came here. He's from America, he came, he has come to Ghana, he came to look for me. He's Fredericks, um, you know the cousins, they are like age mates. My mother's elder sister, the last born. Frederick is my mother's last born. My mother's elder sister's last born. They are all, they going to this. He's even saying he knows Prosper, you attended the same JSS, I didn't even know. He came here and told me that. He came to thank me. I said, why? He said that in our house, nobody went to the university. But as soon as you entered university, everybody started entering university. So he has come to thank me. And it is true. 
Because it was strange. But he told me that nobody inspired us. Nobody. But when you entered the university, that was when everybody himself, Frederick, and they had it so easily. All of them, nobody. And I'm also the first to be a pastor. Yes. So it means that God has used me to break a curse. I'm the first to do wedding before having a child in my house. Everybody, I know people have married in my house. But all of them, they get a child before they do wedding. I'm the first. It means that a certain curse has been broken. And that guy, accident, he has broken that curse. He has broken it by his pain, by the sufferings of the accident. They remove people, one of them, the head is like here. This one is, it's a very terrible accident. Very terrible. Very serious. So what you don't know is that our momentary light affliction is purchasing for us an exceeding weight of glory. Like this most small things we are doing. We don't even know what we are doing. But it is a test. And in the case of this man, he says, because our testing is a transition into greatness, we should count it joy. We should write, when he says count, it means to reckon. Do not reckon to consider it as something that is exciting. Something that is actually good news. What the Bible is saying is that when you even go through bad things, go and celebrate because it is good news. But how would that be good news? He says, the trying of your faith produces something. In this case, he says, patience. The trying of your faith will produce goodness into your life. Amen. It will produce divine health in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will produce godliness in the name of Jesus. Amen. The trying of your faith will produce peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will produce increase in the name of Jesus. Amen. Knowing that the testing or the trying of your faith produces patience. Then he says, let patience after it has come, let it do its work. Now, it means that when you pass a test, a blessing comes. That blessing also has an assignment. For instance, you don't have anything, you gave a seed. Then God gave you money. That money is also a seed. But when you convert it into a fruit, then the patience is not producing its work. So, when you were praying to God to get a husband, what has the work of a husband succeed in doing in your life? Has the marriage made you know God more or know God less? If it has helped you to know God more, then the testing of your faith is producing a result. Like provocation. Let's say you are provoking marriage. Maybe it's helping you to be patient. It is helping you to know love. But when you rise against this testing, 
and despise it and fight your way out of it, then the purpose for its coming will not be achieved. In this case, the purpose is to achieve patience. Like when somebody is hungry and the person is still serving God amidst the difficulties. At that point, he said, no, 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 enough of this rubbish. I'm not going to go through these sufferings again. Then, the purpose for that suffering will not be achieved. Maybe that purpose is that it will lead you to a place to break a curse. It will lead you to a place to enter into a certain glory. It will lead you to a place to achieve something in your life. But it never happens because the work was not done. Let patience have its perfect work. Then you will be perfect and complete. I'm shocked. He says, then you will lack nothing. So there is a realm of abundance, lacking nothing. It comes after trials. And after the trials have produced their work. And after the work has produced its perfect work. You get into supernatural overflow. Supernatural abundance. That is the realm. There is a realm of overflow. Lacking nothing. You ask for a glass of water and they bring you 20 gallons. You just need 1,000 Ghana cities and they give you 745,000 Ghana cities. What's happening? You are going to have more than you need. Say, you will lack nothing. You will not lack peace. You will not lack joy. You will not lack fulfillment. You will not lack anything. He says, it is a realm that exists. And I want you to believe God for it. Believe God that there is a time you will never struggle with rent again. Believe God that there is a time you will never struggle to have a car. Believe God there is a realm where you will never struggle to maintain a car. Believe God there is a realm you will wear what you want, not what is available. Listen to me. There is a realm where you can eat what you want to eat. Not what you can afford. Lumataya. Ike zelema. Mandu kukwata. Ipala masutaya. Some of you, your hobby is window shopping. A time will come, your hobby will not be window shopping. Your hobby will be shopping. There is a difference. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Window shopping is when you see something that is good for you and you postpone your desire. Like you like it, pa, but you say next year. Then you say when I grow up. You say one day, one day. These are the proverbs of sufferers. Say one day, one day. Is the proverb of sufferers. But I speak over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. 
because you have passed the test of patience, because you have passed the test of faithfulness, because you have passed the test of diligence, the Lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. If you believe it, begin to speak in tongues for just two minutes. Lima Katuria Kataya, Alemantonima Kapaya, Hayato Kata, Ipelele Matoriantelileha, Aleman Palianta Kapataya. I lack nothing. Ilemarandus Kitaya, Izulia Pratipatapaya. Every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father. Ayalung and Deda Dea, Ireprando la Patazuale Pataya, Ayakapana la Macapaya, Ayakapana la Paya, Ayakapalia, Ayakapala Pataya, Ayabarianda Riantalala, Azele Marianda Randa Dabayadaba, Ayakapana la Macapaya, Ayakate, Ayapa, Ayakapa, Ayakapa Ratataya, Alomantene Macapana la Mapaya, Ayapa Rakapato, Holy Maranda Sherebeha, Ayapa la Paya, Ayamanda Lianda la Pataya, in the name of Jesus. Lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. Listen to me. There is a level of riches you can never have. If you work on a set, like if you're a salary worker. Let's say you are a surgeon. Huh? You can never be a billionaire if you're a surgeon. That's not possible. Because if every surgery you do is $5,000, $50,000, multiply how much, how many surgeries you will have to do to become a billionaire. So there are certain professions, they don't give money. You can never be rich by doing certain work. But you see, when you pass the test, God gives you the power. You are a surgeon, but you are a real estate owner. So if nobody is getting sick, People are renting your houses. People are buying your properties. That is what is going to happen. May the Lord shift you. May the Lord transfer you. May the Lord divert you. May the Lord multiply you. May you be relevant in many places. In the name of Jesus. Divide a billion, nine zeros, by 50,000. Just type one and enter nine zeros and divide it by 50 and three zeros. Huh? Huh? So you have to do 20,000 surgeries. And you will not, you have not even spoken about your uh, uh, expenses. 2,000 surgeries. 2,000 surgeries. No, it will be more than 2,000 surgeries. Yes, we are not talking about a million. We are talking, it's 20,000 surgeries, not 2,000. Now, how many people have money to do 50,000 surgeries? And how many sicknesses call for 50,000 surgeries? Even if you are removing people's brain and putting another brain inside, how many people are doing those things? Won't you eat? Won't you rent a facility? Why won't you buy a property? 
By the time you do 20,000 surgeries, you're over 80 years. 20,000. So you cannot say that I'm a doctor, I want to be a billionaire. That's not possible. And the truth is that you're not the only surgeon. And by the time you become a surgeon of international repute to attract high cases of people who can pay 50000 this, sorry, $50,000, you will have to be over 40 years. If you do surgery every day, you do 55 years before you can reach 20,000. So, when the next time they are doing career day, don't go and hang stethoscope around your children and waste their destiny. Career day, no one will not say nurse. Nurse, for a third year, they buy a nurse. Career day, what the doctor got to look up. Let him wear the doctor thing. But the purpose is not that he's becoming a doctor to have money. Career day. Just go and buy football boots and let him wear for career day. God, there's a player who received $5,700 every second. It's $57 every second, sorry. But it's not everybody who can play football. It's not everybody who... When we are talking about money, I'm not talking about what to eat and to wear. This, this money you can't give tight. This money you can't give offering. No, that's not what we are talking about. But you see, before you get there, you must pass a test. That... Listen to me. When God gave you small, what did you do with it? You started sending data to girls. You think you are helping them? You are not helping them. Because how come it's only girls you send data to? A good man is good to all, not to some. How come that your kindness is only to sisters? Mr. Mr. Philanthropist, why is it that it's only ladies who help? So, Pastor, so anybody who helps, do they do, do they ask for, do it for something in demand? No, 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 no. Listen to me. You don't know what last does. Last does not only demand for sex, last can also demand for attention. Real giving is when you give to somebody and do not look back. The person doesn't have to call you to even thank you. The Bible calls it giving to foreigners. Real giving that is devoid of innate debaucherous desires. So, the people who are posting themselves on social media naked, do you think they are doing it for people to have sex with them? No. So, why are they doing it? It's not everybody who is monetizing it. Some just for their attention. And that's last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, when we come to church, it's only boys you're able to greet as a sister. Something is wrong. Hey, 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 hey,
Point your hand and say, Pastor Winfred. Focus on your preaching. All right. So let me. <laughs> People don't even know that there are desires present in them, but they don't know. And Paul is the one who said it. You see, every blessing God gives you come to reveal what is hidden in you. Pass your test. Yes. Some of you cannot be pastors of a church like this. Yes. Pass your test. Glory to God. Patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect. Lacking nothing. You shall lack nothing. You shall lack nothing. I don't know how you will be if you were to be the vice president of this country. And both of us, male and female alike. How would you have conducted yourself? Yes. Yes. Some of you, if we are lecturers, and some of us cannot be lecturers, you can't. Because in a class of 700 political science students, 400 are girls, and 183 of them will gladly offer you sex to give them grade. Will you pass that test? Imagine you become a bank manager of a multinational bank holding big position in the bank. And people throw themselves at you when you pass the test. So there's a test like that. There's a test like that. There's a test for faithfulness. Let patience have his perfect that may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, that means it takes wisdom to overcome trials and testings, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach. Other version says, and upbraided not, and it will be given to him. All the time, you should ask God for wisdom. All the time. All the time. Lord, wisdom. Wisdom to relate with people. The way someone thinks of you can change if you don't know how to work with them. Yeah. Maybe you work in an organization, they want to make you a manager, but their mindset towards you can change. So, well, I don't know all of a sudden that, no, 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 no. A certain misbehavior has changed the way they think towards you. Yes. 
one Lebanese who has a business and also has a gym. And he left some water at some, uh, like a reception and he was watching it on TV. And people come, they take the water, then they don't pay because nobody sees it and they go. They go to the gym. And somebody from Lavrin also went there. Then we took the water and we realized there's nobody there and put it back and they didn't drink. The one who saw it on his TV and called him and sacked all the workers in the company and made him a leader. He has taken him to UK. He has taken him to France. He has taken him to Egypt. He has taken him to, he came here two weeks ago. the guy is talking to me, he quotes a message. He said, Pastor, in this message, you said this. In this message, you said this. In this message, you said this. I said, oh, message, you know, I It means he's acting by wisdom. By wisdom. If you are wise, when somebody puts his mouth in your hand, you will not chew it. Yes. Some of you husbands, you don't give money to your wives. It's because you're not wise. Because she can be any more than you very soon. It's possible. You see, the world is so strange, we can't even tell. And how you have treated her, it will affect how she will treat you. It's the same thing too with the sisters who don't regard their husbands. Something can just happen. And all of a sudden, there are some way blessed people and they cannot be a blessing to you because you were not a blessing to them. Like people who have children who don't take care of their children. When they come to love, they will preach to them to, forget, to forgive their parents. But a certain heart. How many of you have realized that when you need two and people give you one, it's frustrating? It's frustrating in the sense that if they had not given it to you, Cranker, yeah, come to near Sibel Cranker. But you were not nice to your children. You could buy them a, a car, but you told your children that you will not do it. And the Lord has just blessed them. How do you think they will relate to you? Hello? So he says, it is wisdom. It is wisdom. The people in this area, those who are wise, will relate to us in a certain way. Because you see, there's a play of power in this life. We don't know. Maybe one day the president of Ghana can be a friend to this church. So let us not fight them. Let us sit them down and force them to accept our offer gladly. Because see, whatever you want to say, you can say it in the right way. Yeah. Like if you want to tell somebody you are foolish. Say, oh, I think this one, I didn't think through it well. The same thing. You didn't think through it well. <laughs> but the last star is not so harsh and offensive. Yes. So now, let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. 
Faith. Faith is wisdom. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yes? Let the lowly brother glory in his exhortation. And let the rich in his humiliation. Because in other words, if you are a rich man and you go through humiliation, glory. If you are a poor man, eh, you don't have to go through humiliation. You are in the humiliation. You to shout glory. In other words, celebrate your exhortation. One day shall be well with me. But it's a rich man when he goes through uncomfortable things that he begins to explode. Life is a mystery. It's one of the things I've come to believe. It's a mystery. Be kind. See, don't be revengeful. Retaliating. Next verse. He said, like the flowers will pass away. He said, for no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than with withers the grass, as flower falls and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures difficult times. He endures it. So what does it mean to endure? Do you want to know? Genesis 37. Are you in Genesis? Genesis 37. Maybe from verse, I don't know how long we can read this, but I just want to skip some of them. I always write the whole chapter because I, I don't know which one to remove. But let's say 20-something. 20 Maybe 20, 20, 20, 28. Or 27. Now, this is Joseph. Joseph was the son of a man by name Jacob. In the Bible, this man by name Jacob, God called him Israel. So the name Israel is not a name a man gave. It was God that gave it. And it means somebody who has prevailed with God. Because there was an instance, God appeared in the form of a man and fought with him. And he was able to hold God until God broke his hip bone and told him that you have prevailed with me. You are called Israel. You are no more called Jacob. Because Jacob means a thief, a supplanter, somebody who deceives people. So God says, that's not your name. Your name is called Israel. So in Genesis, when you read that instances, and Israel loved Jacob. 
I mean, Joseph, Israel, Israel is referring to Jacob. He is the one who gave birth to that man by name Joseph. Joseph's mother was called, is it Rachel or Rahel? Depend on the English school you attended. Huh? Is, is Rachel or Rahel? Okay. But is it the same thing? Okay. Ra- Ra- Rachel. <laughs> This woman by name Rachel struggled to get children and the Lord blessed her with Joseph. Joseph was the 11th child of Jacob, I mean son. There were females, but counting with the men, he was the 11th boy. And Joseph had a brother and his brother was called Benjamin or Ben Yamim. This man by name Benjamin, Ben Yamin means the son of my pains. In Hebrew, Ben means son. So anywhere you see Ben means he's talking about the son. So Ben Hadad means the son of Hadad. Ben Yamin, pains. Ben, son of pains. So this man by name Joseph was the 11th, and Benjamin was the 12th of his father's children. And the 12 make up the 12 tribes. Do you know the 12 tribes? The first one was called Reuben. In the middle was the son of my strength. Ben has come again. Ben. Reuben, the son of my strength. Uh-huh. That's the first word. So, this man Joseph, the Bible says his father loved him so much. He loved him so much that he sold a special garment for him to wear. And the garment was called the coat of many colors. You remember the coat of many colors? Do you, you read the Bible? This man had a dream. Before the dream, all his brothers didn't like him because his father liked him. Can you imagine that you were so loved by someone because of that somebody doesn't like you? And it's always a common thing. Some of you, the love that somebody has for you is the magnetic force that attracts hatred from some people. It is a common thing. And they decided to sell him, to sell Joseph. But before they decided to sell him, they decided to kill him. Then one of them said that if we kill him, we will not get anything from it. They put him in a pit. And their plot was to heap stones on him for him to die. How old was he? 12 years. Can you imagine? Joseph went through a lot. Went through a lot. Then they said, okay, this is coat of colors that is wearing crown. Let's remove it. Then let's cut the blood of an animal and pour it on the goat. And let's sell him and go and tell our father that he's dead. 
And so that song was taken from the life of Joseph. So the Bible says that they decided to sell him to a group of people called the Midianites. They were nomadic merchants. Like, um, do you know these Fulani people? They, they carry animals around, but there are some who buy things and sell. They mostly work with slippers. Aboji. <laughs> So these Midianites were like that. And the Bible said they were traders. So they took Joseph from the pit they had put him in, lifted him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites. Who are the Ishmaelites? The Ishmaelites are Egyptians. I know you don't remember, so I'll remind you. Abraham married a woman by name Sarai, later became Sarah. Now, Abraham took his wife Sarah to Egypt. On his return, he came with a maid servant. The maid servant was called Hagar or Hagar. When Abraham couldn't have children with his wife Sarah, Sarah the wife gave her maid servant Hagar to Abraham to have children. Hagar conceived and Hagar gave birth to a man by name Ishmael. He is the father of the Ishmaelites. Later God told Abraham to send him away with his mother. So they went back into Egypt. These Midianites sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites who are Egyptians. So when he went into Egypt, he went into a house of a man by name Potiphar. How many times has he been sold? Three times. Now, if there was time, I would have told you everything about Joseph is about Jesus Christ. But there is no time. So he sold him for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. Then Ruth returned to the pit. Joseph was not in the pit. And he tore his clothes. My brother is gone. But the rest of the brothers. Levi was there. Who became the Levites. Who were the priests of God. Dan was there, who became the Danites or the Danites. They were supposed to lead the west wing of the Jewish army. Judah were supposed to be at the forefront. They were the praise singers. And they were also there. They were divided into four courses. Or four. I mean of three. Three courses of, into four. So he turned and saw that the lad, like a child, a baby, is no more. Where shall I go? 
So they took Joseph's tunic, killed a goat, dipped the tunic in the blood. Then they sent the tunic of many colors and brought it to their father Jacob, who at this time was old. Then he says, we have found this. Do you know whether it is your son's tunic or not? They began to be schemers, plotters. He recognized it and hit his chest and said, Jesus, is it not my son's garment? A wild beast has devoured him. Without doubt, Joseph is torn to pieces. A wild beast has what? Devoured him. What is this wild beast? The amen. What Joseph went through is like the tearing into pieces by a wild beast. Emotional torture. Afflictions. Joseph didn't break. In chapter 50, which is the conclusion of this message, you can see that I've jumped a lot from 37 to 50 there. Not just here. It's a huge gap. Because in chapter 50, no, if you know the book of Genesis, it has 50 chapters. And 49 is when Jacob blessed all his children. And 50 is the conclusion of the whole book. A denouement, a resolution. The man Demetrius. Yapon kind of story. Uh-huh. You know, there's a movie, uh-huh. so that's where all of those things happen in chapter 50 of Genesis. Jacob tore his clothes. Now, chapter 50, chapter 50. Now, at this point, something has happened. Joseph, now, all the 20 points are in this story. So, maybe if you, if you have time, you can read. I, and I, I'll take my time to preach it one day. But he was sold into the house of Potiphar. There, the Bible says he became faithful. Everything in the house was given to him. Number two, in the house of Potiphar, they lied against him. A woman wanted to sleep with him. The woman rather said he wanted to sleep with her. Because of that, he went to prison. He was so faithful in the prison that they made him the head of all the prisoners. God began to bless him that he saw vision and by his vision, somebody was taken from the prison. But the person did not remember him. Can't you see Joseph is cursed? How come all your life is full of difficulties? How come that you have never experienced anything good? See, the sign that what you are going through is not a curse. It's when you have peace. Whatever you are going through, if there's no peace, then it's not from God. 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. So, if you are a pastor and there is no peace, then God has not called you. There will be difficulties in the ministry, but you will go through it in peace. The sign that God is with you is that you are in it in peace. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Continue. For what? For what? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So the one that go through the shadow of death and it's not at peace is because he didn't go through it with Jesus. This is the difference between Christians and non-Christians. Haven't you noticed that a Christian with 2,000 CDs is happy? A man who is 30,000 CDs, he's crying. Why? One has peace, one has not. Rains came, winds blew. Christ is my firm foundation He's the rock on which I stand change the song. It's faithful through generations and seasons. So which one comes first? So you say seasons. I still got joy in chaos. I'm at peace that makes no sense. I won't be going
there was severe hunger in the days of now you see in those days there were not variety of food like we have now people many of us don't know yeah. what we consider to be food was not even existing in those days they didn't know many of the things we eat now like cheese burger butter bread most of them times they didn't even know any of these things Do you know what a lily or what I am? These days they use it for uh, plantain chips type of chips. What's the English name? What I am. Ghana started eating it after 1983. Those days it was for decoration. Garden, backyard garden. When you have a swampy land, you plant it because they absorb a lot of water. It was not edible. They were not eating it. After the 1983 hunger, that's when they started eating it. So what, 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 what brought about the 1983 hunger? It was brought by Rollins. Rollins had a vision to make the rich and the poor the same. So he decided to go after all the rich people to make them poor. Takra de flour mills was closed down. Apia Minka, Apino Soap, his company was closed down. Um, all the businessmen in Ghana, they collapsed all their businesses so that the rich and the poor will be the same level. Yes. I think you should have rather made the poor rich. But I don't know, Africa, we don't think forward. So they closed down businesses and every rich man was arrested. Except those who run away, you will be arrested. So now there was no more importation of goose. Because the rich people who can import the goose and no more. So men had to kill for sugar, for bread, and those things. And there was severe famine in the country. In Buzia's time, there was something called Aliens Compliance Act. Where every foreigner was supposed to secure some documents or else you are sacked. And those who were largely affected were the merchants, foreigners, primarily Nigerians. Most shops in Ghana were owned by Nigerians, Lebanese, Nankani and Hagen who were all foreign, Lebanese and Indians. Then it triggered another one in Nigeria. It was called Ghana must go. So as they sacked the Ghanaians in Buzia's time, they too decided to sack the Ghanaians. Now they also came to Ghana in the heat of this revolution. So there was a population explosion. That was what intensified the hunger in the country. You should study political history of Ghana. Rains came, winds my heart was now when this hunger came this young man who has passed so many tests up to this point was now the prime minister of Egypt the only thing that was taken from him was the seat of Pharaoh it was promising because of what he did there were two calves. One was lean, one was fat. 
And it symbolized seven years of abundance, seven years of hunger. Sheaf, one was short, one was, You remember those stories? So the time of the abundance, they built storehouses. And only Egypt had food in the world. So unless you go to Egypt, you can't eat. It pioneered a revolution in merchandising in those days. It is a pattern of trade in those days. Where cities of Alexandria and the rest became the trading hub of the Maghribians or the uh, Babes. Joseph at this time had to now reciprocate the kindness or otherwise of his brothers. This is how he did it. He put his own cap, golden cap, and put it in their goose and took his brother, who was the one supposedly stolen the thing. They go and call all of you, your fathers, your family, your family, and come, or else your brother will not be ready. So they went to bring Joseph, sorry, Jacob, the father. And instead of paying them evil, he did them good. All of them began to cry. I mean, we sold you, and we even thought you are dead by now. So you are alive. Verse 20. Ah, my God. Why would he fail now? He won. Then he says, as for you, you meant it evil against me. But God, there's a key song, but I don't know how to sing it. But there was a point that said, it's like throughout all of this, God was that is my favorite Ghanaian uh, uh, gospel singer.
we must pass the test of patience uh, this song is it Florence Obinim or is it Christiana Love it's Florence yeah she's my singer she's a good singer all her songs are in the Bible I catch you Hallelujah. Joseph said. Now, this is the conclusion. You meant it for evil. But God. So it means all this while God was in it. But how many of you have realized that you have not reached Joseph's level? And yet you think God has not know you. And God has not remember. And God has not see. Now, after Joseph has passed this test, you see, you may think that Pharaoh's house was his reward. No, every test comes with his reward. There are 12 children in the house of Jacob. They are now leaving Egypt to go to the promised land. And every family has to be given one portion of land representing one family. As for Joseph, he was given two. It is called the half tribe of Ephraim and the half tribe of Manasseh. It has become an eternal memorial before God. That was where God was taking him and he didn't know. He was only faithful every point in time, every face, every step on the way. What God wants to do with your life, he has not even started. Having breath is not a breakthrough. God has not started. So I'm a metro man. It's not a breakthrough. It's not a breakthrough. Maybe God has given you something small, 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 small. It has not started. Be faithful. Be faithful. Pass every test of faithfulness. 
He says that he was torn by a beast, but he was not torn. Yeah. I have broken heart, so pastor, that's why I have not been coming to church lately. You didn't pass. I observe people under heat and the way they behave. That is their true selves. When you don't have money, but you love God. Yes. The church is not working, but you love God. Yes. When you believed him, then he never showed up. But he doesn't change your conviction. That's when you are passing the test. If everything we believe God for comes, they are saying, we will be an unbeliever. If you believe us, be Christians. You do two man, I mean. You do two man, not tight, not far. Who did tight 20 Ghana, two man, when you contract with Anglo Gold? Omo tight, so you should know what's in our number, can you obey what Taba? Nasani, and I'm going to be an unbeliever. Amen. God will use you to bless somebody, the person will disappoint you. Don't give up. Somebody was telling me something recently that I was preaching that God brings angels into the church and the angel takes attendance. And I say, Eric Sapo, present. Sounds like was in present. And I said, this person, but he'll be absent. And it has happened. The guy was playing the keyboard. I mentioned his name. And I said that he will not be there. So that's why this is my examples. I'm careful. I said, I said, I said, but this one he'll be absent. So now all the examples, only good examples. If I have to say an example that is bad, I'll say somebody. Uh, don't make sure that I don't use you as a bad example. When I say it now, like tell him, I say, no, 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 Pastor, no, 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 no. Joseph received reward for his faithfulness. And what was that reward? Number one, rejection. Listen, everybody can reject you, but if your family loves you, don't feel it. That's why those who are crushed are those who had nobody with them. There are people, those, they, 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 they matter to you, like as I'm standing here. It's not every comment that moves me. Some people say congratulations, it doesn't move me. Some people say you are foolish, it doesn't move me. Some people's statement doesn't make anything to you. When those people are with you, no heat ever burns you. But in the case of Joseph, he was separated from his father. He could not enjoy the love of his father. He could not benefit from having siblings. He became a foreigner in the land that he never knew. Had to learn to speak their language. Eat their food. When you travel, one of the first things you miss is the food you eat. You will, see, if you want to really stay abroad, when you go, don't go with fish at all. Don't eat in Ghanaian restaurants or else you will come back. You have to anglicize your appetite. If you want to stay. My friend, he said, the day you come to the church, he will come and tell everybody that I'm a local man. Because I'm not able to eat their food. And I told her, because I don't have plans to stay here. 
So he said he was doing a course with me called assimilation and integration because I taught on assimilation and integration. So he adopted those terms. So when we go to a restaurant and I order rice and chicken, he said, hey, assimilation and integration. Please bring him this, the food you can't even mention the name. You don't eat it with your heart. And Joseph had to eat the food of the Egyptians. Sad, but that was the reality. Then he had to also go through malice, accusation, and slander. Accusation is telling somebody what he has done. So, like somebody has gone to steal. They say the accused. In other words, who is laying a charge against the person? You know, in our mind, we think accusation is somebody says you have done something you didn't do. No, that's slander. Yes. He has been accused for doing this. Even when you did it and people are saying it's not comfortable, how much more you didn't do it? He had to go through it. Then he had to go through servitude, forced labor. He worked in prison like every other prisoner. One of the most unpleasant places to be is a prison, depending on who you are. They are criminals. They are comfortable there. But when you are innocent and one offense you committed takes you to prison, you will die in some few years because the environment is very hostile. Very, very hostile. Imagine staying around people, all of them, they don't make sense. Somebody fell sick, depression, they took him to a psychiatry hospital because it's a psychiatry case. He will wake up and somebody is pooping by his bed. Ah! What is this? <laughs> what am I doing here? And somebody is playing guitar and he's saying that Michael Jackson is his son. He gave birth to him and he doesn't respect him. That's why he will kill him. Ah! That's the kind of radio you'll be listening. That alone can kill you. Then to come to the cruel prison food. Prison is a place that is designed to create discomfort. Depend on the level of crime. Joseph went through it. All for what? What he didn't do. So, We need, we need, we need local libraries. Who sang that song? Huh? <laughs> and yet Joseph was strong enough to say that I have forgiven all of you. Come, sit down. Let's find something to eat. 
But can I tell you something? God punished them. They had to stay in Egypt for 430 years. Because of what they did to Joseph. They went to bring their father or their family members. They were, I think, 40 or 60 into Egypt, 70. And they stayed in Egypt, gave birth, stayed there 430 years. The last phase was terrible. They had to build cities for the Egyptians, Ramses and Pitom. And they were to bake bricks without straw, I mean, without asphalt or bitumen, no adhesive. So they have to bake it by normal straw and beat it up and sand dry it and roll it up as blocks. Serve it. They beat them. They went through so much suffering that God heard their sufferings in heaven and sent Moses to deliver them. And Moses had to confront Pharaoh with ten wonders and ten signs. Ten judgments and ten cases. To undo all the punishment they have inflicted on his people for 400 years. Joseph was gone at that time. But God didn't forget. Will you pass your test? Yes. Jump to your feet. The test of exposure. The test of influence. The test of income. Scarcely lower you. Pass every test. Lift up your voice and pray.
I will sing like I am free Cause I know you love me I know you found me I know you saved me And your grace will never fail me And while I'm waiting yeah, I'm not waiting I know heaven lives in me So I will sing like I will in the fearless light of glory when the darkness cannot find me and your face is all I see. Oh, I will sing like a man with no sickness in my body, like no prison walls can hold me. I will sing like I am free because I know you love me. I know you found me, I know you saved me, and your grace will never fail me. Yeah. Oh, while I'm waiting, I'm not waiting, I know heaven lives in me. So I will see.